Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Lane's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, how to create better health, how to create better business and better self. My guest today is a rock star. I'm so excited to have her on this show, and she's going to share such great stories that I cannot wait to share with you because it's going to inspire you to be better in business. She's going to share how she got her dream job, even though that was not her background training and she's successful at it, being a mom of two as well. Jacqueline Harper, HGTV stylist and owner of Harper Designs, helps families love their homes. She even helped um, design with the Property Brothers and she's going to share a story about that a great story about being a mom entrepreneur while working with the Property Brothers. I cannot wait to share that with you. She is highly recognized for her television career hosting shows like Morning Live First Edition, Tiny Talent Time, and she was also the host for the Shopping Channel. Today you see Jacqueline as a design expert on shows like Breakfast Television, CTV, Your Morning, Global Morning, and CHCH Morning Live. And without further ado, I'm going to share first a word from our sponsor partner, and then I cannot wait also to share Jacqueline with you. Hi, I just wanted to say I am so honored to have Jacqueline here with me today. Jacqueline, welcome to Create Better. Thank you so much for having me, Elaine. I I am just so excited. Now, this woman was really hard to get a hold of because she is really <laughs> busy. She is busy being a design expert on so many different television shows and platforms. And and I, I won't even share that she she is a busy mom of like multiple children. And and of course she has her husband and she's cooking and cleaning. And on top of all of that, she's doing a renovation on her house. So I am so honored and blessed to have Jacqueline with us today. Thank you for joining us, Jacqueline. You are amazing. And I, I love oh, your house. You. If, if you are watching a video right now, you're seeing the beautiful home that's behind her. I'm embarrassed to show. Not finished, but we're we're very close. We're we're near the end now. It's been a long process. So, what are you renovating right now? So, we just had a full home reno. We actually, I didn't even get to tell you this. We lived with my parents for about five months with the two kids during the pandemic, running my own business. It's been a lot. So, we are thankful to be back in our home, even though. We don't have a fridge. We don't have our backsplash finished. There's just a few things left to be um, completed. But we lived in this home for about a year, and we knew we needed more space. So we built a big addition off wow. the back of our house, and we reconfigured. So right now, through that arch there, you can see my dining room. That used to be our family room. And uh, yeah, we completely reconfigured the space. Yeah, you just said you do not have a fridge. I cannot imagine what that would be like. You have children. Where are you storing the milk and the eggs? True. We okay. So let me confer. 
change that wording for a second. We don't have a fridge in our kitchen. We kept the fridge that we had in our former home or when this used to be our home and it's in our garage. It's still really inconvenient, but yes, we need somewhere for the milk. My kids go through a lot of milk. I'm sure I was going to say, we're going back to the pioneer days and you have an ice block. I'm making my butter. (laughs) Yes. Now, Jacqueline, you have an incredible story and I would love for you to, to start from wherever you want but tell us how you got to where you are right now in your dream job and 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 how did that happen? Like, where did you start? I appreciate that. Um, I actually went to school for television broadcasting, believe it or not. So in regards to broadcasting versus journalism, you're behind the scenes. I was the camera operator. I was the director. I was the production assistant. And I did a collaborative program at Western and Fanshawe. So it was four years. I learned the ins and outs of TV, but my background wasn't to be on television. So I started out, I did an internship at a local TV station, did that internship for about a year. And I was behind the scenes. I was the production assistant. I did the camera. I was running tapes up and down the stairs. And on the weekends, I started practicing in front of the green screen thinking, you know what? I think I want to do the weather. And I mean, I am not a meteorologist. I did not go to school for that. But I started getting out books from the library on the weekends. I was teaching myself how to use the programs to create my own radar, to create my own graphics. And the people, you really build relationships with the TV yes. station. I, I still, to this day, call them my second family. Wow. But... The people that I knew, oh, I've got a dog too. <laughs> so you may hear him barking. I do too. So um, I'm so sorry about my Okay. <laughs> okay. Right? That's life right now. We're everybody's home. So I, some of my friends would start helping me film demos during the week in front of the green screen, pointing, doing everything that I needed to do. And I built up a demo, really. So within that first year, I was practicing. I was still working every day. And they had a new position coming up that was the earliest morning show in all of Canada. I already had a demo. I submitted my demo. I friggin' got the gig. I could not believe it, Elaine. I was 23 years old and I was going to be co-hosting the earliest morning show in all of Canada. Wild. Wild. So my face was on buses, billboards, just (laughs) insane. Now it was great, but then I got on camera And I was so timid and nervous. And I look back at that first episode and think, what were they thinking? Oh my gosh, what was I doing? Because you're just so nervous. It was a big role for me. And so we did that show for, I'd say about four and a half years, almost five years. I should also mention it started at 4 a.m., but I was waking up at one in the morning and showing up at two every day. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It was tough. Yeah. And as much as I loved the role and I loved the people, the hours were hard, really hard. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I'd be exhausted. You did that for five years? Yeah. Yeah. I know. So yeah, it's just a crazy life when I look back at it because I'm so happy where I am now, but it was so important to get me to where I am now. Absolutely. So what, what happened was, is the company went bankrupt. And that early morning show was one of the shows that got cut. 
Um, I also host a kids show on their channel. So actually that's still kind of in production. We're off season four, but that's like a bonus because for me, I know once I'm out of TV, it is very, very hard to get back in. So I still have this amazing community and this great network of people that I'm still able to keep a toe in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So when they went bankrupt, I thought, oh my gosh, what, like, what am I going to do here? Where is my life going? I ended up working for the shopping channel part-time for a year. I was a host on the shopping channel. And then, and honestly, I, I don't think that was my best role to date. I'm not really a salesperson. I really like to help people. So if that steamer really isn't great, um, I don't feel so great selling you that steamer. You know what I mean? Yes, indeed. Um, That's funny. So that, that was an interesting role for me, kind of a good transition because it forced me to pick something else. And my co-host on my morning show, he was like, Jack, you got to do your passion. You have to start helping people with their homes. You're so good at it. This is your chance. So I heard it from a lot of different people, but for him to tell me that he was really like a big brother to me. So so how did he know you were designing or or decorating? What, what were you helping him? Tim and I, we would have like therapy sessions in the morning because we'd be in the makeup room at six or um, at three 30 in the morning before we went live at four. And I would basically just vent like he was my therapy. Tim, I think I should be painting this white or I should be painting this gray. And he's like, yeah, but then he would start coming to me asking for tips. Jack, can you come over? You know, we'll pay you in a bottle of wine, but come up for dinner. I need help with my kitchen. And it wow. just kind of began this cycle of me helping people and then realizing, you know what? I think I could do this for a living. Mm -hmm. Now I didn't just jump into it on my own and looking back, there's no way that I could have, I didn't know enough about the industry. Mm -hmm. And what I've come to learn is an interior design. It's really 80% business and then 20% of the fun stuff. Not necessarily what you'd think, right? Yeah. When you're running your own business, exactly. there's a lot of the business and admin that you have to do. Mm-hmm. So I worked for um, a local interior design firm. There's my kids. Can you hear them too late? It's it. just a full house right now. I love it. Oh, so uh, I worked for the local interior design firm. And because I was really social media savvy, working in TV, building my own brand, really, my personal brand, building an audience of my own, I said to her, look, I will run your social media. I will film you. I will manage your Instagram. Can you teach me interior design? And that was kind of our trade-off. Wow. So I helped her build her brand, brought a lot of recognition to her because that was my next step from TV. And I had my following. And we'd be on site and I'd be filming or photographing, let's say, bookshelves that we had just done. And she would say, okay, you, like, you do it, Jack. Show me what you can do. And very quickly, we learned. Wow. I love styling. I'm pretty good at styling. And we just, we made a really good team. But I still wanted the TV aspect of it. And I still had my network. And I started appearing as a design expert on TV. Because now I had two years under my belt of Excellent. learning the trade. Excellent. And helping run this business for my boss that we both kind of agreed it was time for me to go on my own and hone in on my personal brand and keep doing the TV stuff. 
right? Yes. So crazy. So about three, almost three years ago now, I've been doing this for five, in my mind, I can't even believe it's been almost five years because that's essentially how long I was doing the morning show. Wow. Um, yeah, just a crazy turn of events. But as I said, I wouldn't be here today if I didn't have my TV presence. I'm still doing those TV segments. I still yes. do a lot of brand deals. And I think that's kind of an illusion. People see me on Instagram and think, wow, she's doing her interior design business. And she's making all this money and it's all interior design. I'm lucky. I'm still technically starting out. I'm only two and a half years in. But I can offset that and take the pressure off of myself to have so much design clients Mm -hmm. uh, by doing brand deals, right? Wow. I, I I love your story. And I love how you brought so much to the table to someone you wanted to learn from. And I think that's a very, but it was, it was mutual, right? Yes. And I love that. Oh, thank you. But you know what, Elaine, I think for anyone listening, that's thinking about a career change, you want to offer as much as you can. So what are those assets that you can Mm -hmm. offer? Let's say you want to get into accounting. Okay. Maybe you're not fully trained in accounting. You might, you might want to get your, uh, training in that. But what can you bring to the table? How can you make a network that you can start learning and get your foot in the door? Even if it's part-time, even if it's one day a week, are you willing to do that for free and bring something to the table? You know, I I love that. Bring something to the table. And that is very... To Elaine's kitchen table. (laughs) Yes, yes, it's so true. I, I, you know, like, Sometimes it does make me cringe. And I'm sure you have a lot of people who say, oh, Jacqueline, can I just pick your brain? And oh, yeah, because you obviously have three hours to spare with nothing else yeah. to do. And and I I am like you in that I love helping people. I love it. It just is it's, it's something I just it excites me to help people. But mm-hmm. it's, it is t- uh, something that you have to give time towards when you do have children, when you do have your own business, when you have so much else on your plate. So I love what you have just shared about bring something to the table. And, and that is so beautiful. And it's a great reminder to all of us. And I love that nugget. So thank you for thank sharing. Thank you. That. I, I want to ask you, as you were mentioning, you know, people see you on Instagram and social media and they're like, wow, she's beautiful. She's successful. Life must be so easy. It all just fell on her lap. But we know that is not always the case. Yeah. And there are mistakes that we make in business. Can you share one big mistake that you made in business and what it was and well, what I've got lots of mistakes to share. <laughs> just which one? <laughs> Anyone. And what did you learn from it that you can share with us? And um, you know, I think, I think a most recent mistake that I'm finding out and I'm kind of learning the hard way, but in a good way is maybe I waited too long to get some help. So just this past year I've hired well, I shouldn't say hired. I did hire one person to help me more on the business. Um, how do I explain this? She helps me project my numbers. I never had this before. And at first it felt very strange letting someone see the back end of my business yes. to see actually what I'm bringing in, actually what my expenses are. But now that she's kind of come in to help me and I've decided to pay for that help, 
it has helped me tenfold. I've completely transitioned my business. The way that I quote, she's helped me come up with a quoting template. I'm landing way more jobs than I ever did before. And I wish I did it sooner. That is, that's great advice. Now, is she more of an accountant or a business coach? What would you? She's really a business coach. That's what I would call her. So she's helped me in several different facets of my business. One, creating that template uh, for quoting so that I can kind of transition and do things a bit differently. Before I was quoting a consultation to start every single project. Now I'm quoting more like a contractor. So they get an all-in-one fee. And I find it's really helping me because people know how much it's going to cost. It's not an hourly rate that they don't know. That is great. Um, She's also, she helps me project my budget. So we've looked back at 2018, 2019, 2020, and then we can project for 2021. How many client jobs do I need? How many brand deals do I need? What are my expenses? So that I know exactly where I'm at. It's fantastic. Yes. And that is that the business, right? Because you so can have a passion. I, it's true. Yeah. But anyone could just start an interior design business. But if you don't have the business behind it, you're going to fall flat very quickly. No, And I, I love how you worded it earlier when you said it's 80-20. It's, you know, you, you go out and you say, okay, I'm going to start this great business because I love to bake pies and I make really yeah. good pies. People want to buy my pies and I love making pies, but you know, that's going to be 20% of, of being a business is that part that you it's love true. to do the creative part. And then the 80% yep. is, oh, my goodness, the projections, the sales and the numbers. And sure. make how are you going to sell those pies? What are you going to wrap those pies in? Are they going in a box? How much money do you have for those boxes? How much money are you actually making off the pies, right? Yeah. Can you afford to make a living off these pies? So there's so many pieces Great advice. to the puzzle. Great advice. Asking for help sooner. And, you know, I think I have fallen into that too, is, you know, asking for help sooner and, and it's okay to ask for help. And, you know, I think as women, we've, we need to be more open to asking for help because we're so great at being the nurturer and taking care of it and not bothering people, but it's okay. Find your weaknesses, know your strengths and find someone to help you with those areas that you are weak in. I love it. We don't have to just figure it out on our own. And Elaine, I should say, it doesn't have to be hired help. So right now I do have an intern working for me. And it's also like game changer. She's been so wonderful, so helpful. I bring her to client meetings with me. She's able to take notes. She writes it up after the fact. And that's all admin that I would have been doing before. Yes. Absolutely. So there, are different, there are different ways to get help. And I think I waited a little too long to do that. No, I love that. Great, great advice. And so going on that advice, I would love to ask, what would your three habits of being a successful woman, mom, entrepreneur be? Because it is okay. It is a juggle. And I, I know there's no such thing as, um, what, what do people say? How do you balance it all? Or <laughs> it's like you pick it's one true. and you do How it How do well. we balance it all? <laughs> right. Some days I even ask myself that. I'm like, how do I do this? I, I don't know. But uh, for me, what I find essential in my business, number one tip, if you took anything from this, I hope this is it, is to stick to your business hours. Now, recently, I've been breaking this just a little bit. And 
I keep kind of smacking my hand saying, stick to your guns, get back to those business hours because there's that balance. How do you balance it all? Well, you balance it by setting your limitations. So working nine to five. And if those are my hours, you need to be very transparent. You need to be consistent and you need to educate your clients that I might not get back to you after five because I'm spending time with my kids, uh, but I'll get back to you at my earliest convenience, right? Mm-hmm. Or that you don't work the weekend. Yes, I, I love that. Have business hours. And I share that often too, as uh, when I'm asked to speak to women entrepreneurs and if and people who work from home have those business hours. Oops, I'm just going to... Oh, there we go. <laughs> I think you're... All right. Did you uh, lose me? My mom was calling. Yes, no, oh, that's okay. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I did lose you, but that's okay. I can hear you. Oh, you're back, mom. <laughs> okay, okay. No, um, so that yes, was tip number one. Okay. Love that. Yeah. Tip number one. Tip number two is about organization. So find a system that really works for you. For me, Elaine, have you ever heard of a passion planner? A passion planner? No, I have not. Okay. It's, it's basically just a fancy agenda that I've fallen in love with. I tell everyone about it because it really helps me with my goals. So first of all, fine tuning what that goal is for three months, a year, three years, and even your lifetime. So it's got an exercise in the front that helps you kind of nail down those goals. And then it helps you set targets. So in three months, let's say I want to be in a magazine and I want to be in a specific magazine. What are you going to do to get there? You can't just put it out there and hope it happens. Are you reaching out to one magazine company a week? Are you investing money in photography and you're going to get something shot every single week? What's going to get you to that magazine? Um, I just love it. And of course, it's an agenda. So um, it kind of sets blocks of time in the day just being organized and finding a system that's really good for you. Love it. Love it very much. And I fully understand systems and routines. As you know, I created easy daisies yes. for children just to have oh, a visual, I love it. visual indicator. Just it brings the anxiety, it. melts it away. And, and yes. we as adults, we need that. And I love how you said that yes. block chunks of time and you need to have a target, whether it's in three months from now or in three years from now, so that you have a target to hit. Otherwise, you're just shooting sure. aimlessly and being busy towards nothing. So I love, love, sure. love that. I could see one day that, uh, Jacqueline, that you might create your own planner. And oh, the Jacqueline Harper planner. <laughs> just saying. It could happen. It out there. You know what, Elaine? Oh, my gosh. We could be on to something. It could be your reno planner. There you go. I love it. <laughs> Love it, love it, oh love it. My God. Shared here for and the like, first time. Like, I'm like, we <laughs> yeah. I now I have to be accountable for it. Yes. Why don't you say it out loud? Yes, because now you're going to be my guest idea. when you have that done and you can share all right, of your right. beautiful Renault planner. Okay, putting it in my passion planner as my goal. <laughs> all right. Perfect. Okay, and then tip number three is all about having a fantastic website. So a lot of people skimp out when it comes to a website. It is going to sell you tenfold. Do you know how many people you hear their name? You go right to their website. I mean, nowadays it's really more Instagram, but then you click on the website. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people don't invest the money 
because it's an expense or even just to teach yourself how to do a little bit of coding to just amp your website up a little bit more. Photography can go like such a long way. Mm -hmm. If you are in your business and you're using stock photos, take it up just one notch. Get your face in there. Get your friends in there. Plan a shoot and make it happen. I think a website is essential. A good website is essential. But that is, that is your storefront, isn't it? It's like if you're walking down the street and you stop. I mean, there are some storefronts that the facade itself just takes my breath away because I'm like, oh, I love the stone that they used or something just captured me and made me want to like check it out further. Right. And that's what your website does. It's like, love it. I want to check. I want to click in because I want to go inside. That is great. Especially if it's interactive. If you can get something moving, if you can encourage someone to sign up for a newsletter, if you can encourage them to check out your social media, if they are clicking, that's good. Also, bonus tip, if you have a blog, I mean, not everybody has a blog, but one, if you are posting a blog, let's say weekly or even monthly, you're going to boost your SEO. You're going to be more searchable, which is fantastic. Um, And if you don't, and that's okay, not everybody wants a blog. If you are just updating the verbiage on your site, again, those keywords will be searchable. You're going to update your SEO. It will be good for business. Jacqueline Harper shares so many great strategies and tips with us on how to be a successful woman entrepreneur that we decided to make this into two episodes. So stay tuned for part two.